smart, 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 we're like a full tall boy in <laughs> yeah. at this point, so sorry. Hey, we're still dealing with quarantine, guys. We just... <laughs> yeah. And you know how I dealt with quarantine, Marie? I'm supporting local businesses by chugging as much beer as I can. Local beer. Local beer. So much local beer. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, We are here today to talk about Hothead by... Damon Swade. Damon Swade. Totally his real name. <laughs> um, chapters one through four. Uh, it will be a trip. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. We'll say that. Yes. Uh-huh. This is our first LGBTQ book. Although in the first four chapters, I can't say that it promises much. Well, I mean, it hints. It, it hints. hints. It hints. It's setting it up. And you know, actually, I mean, I think. From what we've seen so far, I think he's like Damon Swade has done a pretty good job of doing like character development. Yeah. Like I care yeah. about these guys now. I, I really want to see where it goes. Even well, though we technically uh, uh, chapter two makes you care about. Yeah, him. we'll get to chapter two in a minute. But, but I mean, I guess like, but I, 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 I'm invested now. I'm invested now too. Um, the writing's not my favorite. I uh, believe at some point he said that one of the main characters has like a dick like a potato i don't remember how do i not remember that <laughs> i feel like that was in there somewhere and i was, I was like, like wait a minute is that like length and girth what kind of potato well i mean it also could be kind of racist because well no he's scottish not irish yeah anyway let's get to that casting couch <laughs> so, um, well, Sc- speaking of scottish guys let's meet our main man griff he's six five Red hair, fair skin. So, like, stereotypically Scottish. Yeah. Um, I am going with, and I've already told you this, but Ben Kissel, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, if you got buff and became a firefighter, this would be you. Woohoo. Because um, you're kind of a redhead. Yeah. I could see you being a firefighter. Just, he's you're super tall. tall. Yeah, I'd climb you like a little koala bear. Like a ladder. Like a ladder. You would reach so many things in cupboards for me. <laughs> or conversely, he could put things too high up for you to reach. I mean, that already happens in my household and it's really annoying. So yeah. so just the norm. Yeah. Huh? Um, and then our other main character is Dante, who is Italian-American. Italian. 5'11", dark hair, dark eyes. Um, I don't think I really had a guy in mind. I Henry Cavill. No, just kidding. Um, you know he's Greek. I said him in the last yeah. episode. John Stamos, John Stamos is Greek. I think John Stamos would be good for this, but like a younger John Stamos, because I feel like they're... Well, actually, I don't know how young they are, because it was 10 years after 9-11 that this book takes place. Right, so figure maybe... mid Maybe like, yeah, early to mid-30s. So yeah, yeah, they were probably at least like in their early 20s, early yeah. mid-20s when 9-11 happened. So I guess John Stamos is a little old for this part, but... but we'll use the de-aging technology uh-huh. that they have and put him in. Because he's the only one I can think of. Or maybe on Will and Grace, the one that played Will's husband for a while or wills i don't i don't remember. remember we'll just go with john Stamos. yeah sure 
<laughs> so and those are like our main oh yeah. and our last main character is a russian guy named alec i believe yeah, fat balding russian guy was he fat i don't know i, I definitely remember fat. he was like balding for sure i would like to see some paul giamatti as character work Ooh, sure <laughs> yeah we do we really don't know that much about alec yet but i'm fine with paul giamatti <laughs> okay good. playing him um so let's get yeah let's get, let's into, get into, it. into this all right so not only is this our first lgbtq book it is our first firefighter book yep so girls get ready there's hoses <laughs> wee -woo, wee -woo. all right chapter one we meet the boys they're in a bar Mm -hmm. uh, on 9-11 because apparently i didn't know this but during on the anniversary of 9-11 first responders in new york drink free which i mean like yeah Fair. rightfully so and then everybody comes out to bang the first responder i guess so or yeah like it's well and i think in the book he kind of describes it as like yeah things kind of took a weird turn it's not nearly as morose yeah it's like as it was the first now. few years it's kind of a party for something very strange yes because it's like uh, 10 years after yeah. the fact after 9 11 and there's this is like the 10 year anniversary and it's not really somber it's just a bunch of people getting drunk and trying to have sex with firefighters which is fair because firefighters are hot and they saved people's lives wait wait oh. asmr oh yeah we're drinking I'm supporting local businesses. Well, uh -huh. you are. I'm supporting local businesses. <laughs> She's drinking my local business support. I'm supporting you supporting local businesses. <laughs> okay, so back to it. So Griff is hanging out. He's kind of like not really into being there. Yeah. He's wearing a kilt for I some reason. Yeah, I don't understand that either because he kind of describes it as like, I didn't want to go out, but I was like, fine, I'll just put my kilt on and go. <laughs> super <laughs> super cash. Um, well, I mean, I would think like, a kilt would be the most casual but, a man can wear because he's not even wearing okay, underwear. We yeah. find out he's going, he's free balling it. But he didn't want to go out. And so if, when I don't want to go out, I don't wear my lowest cut top that'll get me attention yeah, from that's people. True. Like, no, you're wearing a kilt. People are going to ask about the goddamn kilt. Yeah. Like, we're not in Scotland. People will be like, why are you wearing a kilt? <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't, and I don't think he really ad ever addresses why, no. except that it's kind of referencing Griff's Scottish heritage. But like, I guess I don't know many Scottish people, but I feel like they're not always wearing kilts to bars. No. And I would also be worried. It's a crowded bar. He's wearing a kilt in the true fashion. It should be naked underneath. Uh -huh. I just would be worried about like chafing, chafing a breeze, sitting on a bar stool. Oh yeah, like I know you you scoot it under, but like <laughs> sometimes just in like, case, sometimes you can't. <laughs> sometimes and then, you're backed and up then, against the wall, asked first, and then it's you know that like vinyl pleather cover, uh -huh. and then that sticks when yeah, you go like, to get up. You chose to wear that kilt. Yeah, it's <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we find out Griff is Scottish. We also find out. He works part-time as a bouncer, so he's kind of scanning the bar. He notices a fight starting to develop. Bar, yeah, he works part-time yeah. as a bouncer. So he knows uh, but I think he was too. like off that night. He just happened yeah. to be there. But um, he notices a fight about to break out between some Russian guy in a suit 
and some like Puerto Rican guy yeah. and his girlfriend is, you know, the Puerto Rican guy's girlfriend is kind of like egging him on. Got a little bit of racist vibes of the way he, they talked about the Puerto Rican. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, so maybe a little pro- problematic. A little problematic. In that way. Yeah, in that way but, it was a little problematic. But anyway, um, Griff breaks up the fight. You know, he tells the Puerto Rican guy and his girlfriend, hey, you yeah. two get the hell out of here. The Russian guy, for whatever reason, somehow gets a pass. And he's just kind of like, well, well hey, thanks. The, the Puerto Rican guy was starting the fight, oh, okay. I feel like. And, but the the, guy, that's the impression we get. Yeah, that's the impression far. we get. But the Russian guy's like, yeah, I kind of started it. I get why he was so angry. But the Puerto Rican guy was the one, like, wanting it to get physical. Uh-huh. So that's why he gets bounced. Right. Um, and then I think, like, you know, Griff kind of makes his way back to the bar. He's hanging out with his best friend, Dante. Um, and then this woman comes up and propositions Griff. Basically, it's kind of, she's groping him, which is kind of not cool. <laughs> but to use the standard horrible defense, he was wearing a kilt, Marie. He was asking oh. for it. <laughs> um, oh. But... Also, like, right before that, Dante was like, let's get out of here and get some pizza. I got Mm -hmm. something to tell you. Right. We have some business to take care of. Yeah. And then once the hot, I believe she was Indian chick, comes up and starts groping Griff, Dante's like, never mind. You go, you go get that. You go get some of that. And Griff is like, I don't want any of that. Not, I'm not feeling it. But I just want. But Dante doesn't know this yet. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, like, he ends up, I guess, getting into smutty territory. Uh-huh. He and this woman end up in the employee's bathroom. She's climbing him like a tree. She's all over him. And he's just not into it, not feeling it. I think he's but at, like, whoop. Not like half whoop. staff. Yeah, he's yeah. He's half not, staff. He's not fully mm-hmm. going for it. But, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it because, you know. It's 9-11 and I'm a firefighter. <laughs> and and so, I was there, bitch. Like. And so she's like, oh, yeah, I get it. But, you know, I think they come to some agreement where, you know, just like, hey, you know, like, just tell people I was awesome. She's like, yeah, of course. She's you like, know, hell yeah, I was going to lie to my friends about this anyway. I'm going to tell them you were amazing. I got to get back to my husband. <laughs> it's basically, yeah. So, like, despite her being married, it's still her civic duty. To bang, to bang a, a firefighter. firefighter. Uh, only on 9-11, though. Only on 9-11. Okay. That's the only time it's acceptable. And so uh, <laughs> so then Griff starts thinking about Dante. Yeah. Uh, Just uh, to, you know, kind of like sc- yeah. to scratch the itch, I guess, to kind of, you know, a- avoid making it worse, I guess, yeah. later down the road. So he jerks it in the bathroom, uh-huh. um, comes out, and I think he and Dante are kind of trying to leave again, but some one of Dante's lady friends comes up i would say like groupie because yeah it's probably groupie. That she like hangs around uh, him a lot and is yeah. trying to get some from him and dante is like <sighs> he's like hang on let me take care of this and he kind like i got the impression that he kind of like fingers her there at the yeah, bar. Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he like just shoves his hand down her, down her pants uh-huh so to me it was like Okay, yeah, that's kind of smutty. Yeah, a little it's bit gross. And, <laughs> and he's like carrying on a conversation. Yeah. He's talking to Griff the whole time, and it's just like, uh huh, uh huh. And, like, <laughs> and then finally, Griff's like, "Can we leave now?" <laughs> <laughs> and then so they, they, I think they, they do, they do leave. They, do they go leave. to get pizza. It's like a fade to black. Yeah, fade. And then we get a chapter two. And this is trigger warning, guys. If you don't like. 9-11. <laughs> Don't or hearing about, 9/11. Or hearing about yeah. 9-11. Just skip ahead a bit. 
or don't read this chapter in this book because mm-hmm. it, why why did it happen <laughs> yeah, of 9-11 well yeah and the chapter two I, I, we learned so we learned the backstory of griff and dante and like griff is griff knew dante's brother Polly in high school and then he met Griff. I mean, then mm-hmm. he met Dante, and then they all became like friends. And right, right. I think like, well, like Griff is already really, really close to the family. Yeah. And like Polly knocked up his girlfriend, so he decided so- he wasn't going to become a firefighter. And like, as the second oldest, Dante kind of stepped up. Yeah. And for whatever so reason, was, that was a thing. Yeah. That <laughs> it was Dante. It. it was Dante and Griff now that were the head of this Italian family because. Griff was so in with that family. Yeah, he was Polly just adopted. was just like, you're going to watch over the kids, right? And Paul and Griff was like, yeah, they're family. <laughs> they were in an Olive Garden because commercial. Was, and like, yeah, you know, and we learned that this is really important for Griff. Or uh-huh. like, they mean a lot to him because his, I, well, I can't remember what happened to his mom. His mom just died. I don't know if they said uh, what okay. she died of. Maybe. But like his yeah. dad is um, fire a fire inspe- chief. Yeah, fire, fire chief. inspector. Fire inspector. Yeah, um, and he's just, like, really emotionally distant and yeah. aloof. So, like, Griff is really taken with this, like, big, big Italian with, yeah. family. Like, it's like the Olive Garden. Yes. <laughs> when he's there, he's family. He's family. And so, like, that's how they grew up. And then it goes through how the Dante and Griff went to firefighting school together. Uh-huh. Whatever that is. Yeah, Fire Academy. Yeah, and how, like, Dante was a ladies' man mm-hmm. all during it, and Griff settled down and married someone. Was that before or after 9-11? Before. Because, okay, so, like, 9-11 uh-huh. happens. I guess, I don't know if we'll get really described. Like, the book itself, just as a warning, it's, pr- it's I would pretty say, pretty descriptive. descriptive. Like, he's talking about, like... For, like, this is supposed to be a romance trash novel. I don't need to hear about how the towers fell in the second chapter right or like, like hearing people screaming beneath the rubble yeah and like like yeah. i get you're trying to build this like connection between griff and dante you didn't have to bring 9-11 into it i feel like <laughs> yeah the descriptive know. part yeah. of 9-11 you didn't have to you could have been like oh and then the towers fell and i looked for dante in the rubble that would have been yeah. fine. <laughs> but, well, I don't know. Yeah, but so you really get invested in this, yeah. I guess, emotionally. Because you find out that both Griff and Dante were some of the first responders to go to the Twin Towers. And then you hear that Griff only heard over the phone Dante's name, like, once. And is like, oh, shit, where's Dante? Yeah, and so he's, like, looking for him for, like, two full days. Yeah finally finds dante he's like on some gurney and he's all fucked up like he they like they were i think he was in one of the towers when it started to collapse with some people and he got people out and like they had to like dig him out or something so he's kind of fucked up um i think at one point uh it kind of almost sounds like dante like or griff was afraid that dante like died right there yeah but he didn't and um, so Griff and Dante, like, this just builds their bond yeah. even more. But then it kind of shows how after the accident, Dante went from, like, being a ladies' man to just being super supportive of the squad, you know? Like, just always being there for everybody. Yeah. He was the rock when everybody else was, like, ptsd 
mm-hmm. like crazy. like he so he kind of like calmed down a little bit yeah. but to be there for other people um we also find it like you know like griff like he was obviously like rightfully so like fucked up from all of this mm-hmm. um his wife ends up leaving him and he's like yeah like i get it yeah, he, he he like didn't feel bad about it. He right, was just he, like, it, it was kind of like that's fair. <laughs> good for her. Like she deserves to live her life the way she wants. He moves to. back in with his father. Yep, in his dad's basement, and then yeah. um, uh, Dante. In the meantime, bought like some rundown brownstone in Brooklyn. Yeah, that he was fixing up. Which I think that important to note. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Um, and so. You also learn that Dante's just really generous with his money and his time for other firefighters. And he's, like, always making chicken parmesan. <laughs> yeah, reading this book, it really made me want some chicken, chicken parm. parm. Yeah, he really likes making that chicken parm. Chicken parm. And then uh, that's basically the end of the chapter. We Oh, we mm-hmm. also learn that, like, Griff is just now really paranoid about Dante's family's well-being. And yeah. he'll just, like drive past their house at night to make sure they're alive right so it's almost kind of like i mean it goes back to like the ptsd yeah and um i mean yeah it almost sounds kind of like obsessive compulsive to an extent but well yeah it's probably like the ptsd where he's like i just i have to like kind of like touch base with them and i have to know that they're okay yeah and oh uh dante's last name by the way is Angustino, Anastasia. <laughs> wait, let you me wrote see. it. It's right there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Where is it? Anastasio, Anastigo. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. You did the hand thing, uh-huh. so it's technically right. Um, that's the end of chapter two. The most boner killer of a chapter. ever in a romance novel but hey you want to get really sad when you really wanted to be turned on (laughs) we got something for you there you go uh so now on to chapter three we fade to like not black morning morning light i cut to griff's face on a pillow harsh morning light Uh uh-huh He's naked. And he's in bed with Dante. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, shit. I'm in bed with Dante. I have the hots for Dante. Did he have morning wood at that time? I think he kind of did. It was like It was either he did or like, no, yeah. I think think it was. Yeah. It was him with the morning wood. And he's like, oh, shit. I got to get out of this bed without waking up Dante. Yeah. Who, I think, in the night had like snuggled up to him. He had like his arm Arm around around Griff's neck. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. I got to slip out of this without (laughs) making it weird because I'm naked. But at the same time, he's like, but do I really have to? And then he's like, ah, no, I really should. Mm -hmm. But it's so nice. (laughs) <laughs> yep. so he's conflicted but he gets out of bed i think he's trying to like get his shit together without making it weird and dante mm-hmm. wakes up and i think there's like some talk like we we get the sense that they talked about some shit when maybe griff was blacked out on tequila yeah and Dante's like yeah so like you're not weirded out by this right like you're cool with it blah 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 and griff is just kind of playing it off like, like yeah totally bro whatever like i'm whatever. anything you need uh-huh. i'm totally there for you and then we kind of get to the point where Griff offers to front Dante some cash. He's like, yeah, let me, like, I'll go to the ATM today. I'll pull out 500 bucks. I'll give it to you tonight when we, tonight when we, we report. Yeah. yeah, we got to work a tour tonight. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. And Griff is like, Dante's like, yeah, cool. You just passed out last night. And I, like, got you ready for bed. 
which included taking off all your clothes <laughs> and his well, I, but i mean that included his kill which yeah. he happened to be commando under and well and dante is dante's like dude you should just move in with me you could just have like a drawer here like dante continues in this chapter to offer griff part of his home you know right always like hey no come over and live with me here don't live in your dad's basement that's dumb right you're here all the time anyway you might as well stay at my place yeah so i feel like that's why i feel like dante also has feelings for griff Uh uh-huh yeah i got that sense too yeah I, I mean, well, I hope he does. Fingers crossed. I mean, I'm hoping. Um, so that's the end of chapter three. It's just kind of a lot of like. Well, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, 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 not, not quite. So uh, Griff offers Dante some cash. And then, mm-hmm. he, like, you know, we find out he pulls it out. He shows up for work. But Dante is not there. Nope. For some reason, he never showed. And then, I think, end of chapter and three. And then end of chapter three. And, and chapter four. Griff is like, where the fuck is Dante? Right. It was like, I, he's like actively avoiding me now for some reason. And I don't get why. And so in like Griff's mind, he's like, oh shit, did I put a move on him? Did he see my huge boner when I woke (laughs) up? Like what happened? But as I understand, huge boners when dudes wake up can, it's just sometimes like a thing. thing. Like they call it morning wood for a reason. Yeah, it would be very presumptuous of Dante to think that he caused the morning wood. <laughs> or he'd just be like, I know I look good. <laughs> no, because you you assume if you're assuming you're with your heterosexual friend and he has morning wood, you just assume he had a good dream last night. Right. Um I assume. Yeah. But I mean, I guess we also like we kind of like they touch on this a little bit in the first chapter and then I think like uh, I want to say the third or fourth chapter for sure um, that there's maybe this element of homophobia. Yeah, that's definitely within, the third chapter. You know, like within the fire department. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they drop the F word a couple times and I don't mean fuck. It's the other F it's word. It's the other one. Uh, <laughs> British for cigarette. Uh-huh. Or a bundle of sticks, I think. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. That's a weird term for a bundle of sticks, eh. but Okay. Oh, English that's why they call people. it cigarettes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I got uh-huh. it. Now. I got it. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, there's that thrown around in chapter three. And, like. So, I think that's, like, yeah. why he's extra, like, oh, like, I, he really can't know about this. Yeah. Um, But I think, yeah. So, Griff kind of does his detective work. He's calling other firehouses. He's talking to Dante's family. And he figures out that at some point, Dante went to Atlantic City for mm-hmm. a little while. Um, he also worked a couple other shifts at a couple different firehouses, which means he was working for like 48 hours straight. Which is which is really unsafe Ill- and, and illegal, dumb. I believe, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, probably illegal. Like, but you can do it if you're like smart about it. Like if you don't tell your one supervisor that you're moonlighting at the other place, people's place. Uh-huh. It's sort of like that's how you can pick up the extra hours. Um. So, right. yeah, so Griff is just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So, finally, he calls the station, and he's like, hey, do you see Dante anywhere? And the station's like, yeah, he's here right now. And Griff's just like, like bat out of hell way. just yep. to go see Dante. Because he has to do his big brother thing and be like, no, yeah. you're being <laughs> dangerous. No. Right. And he does this by punching you in the face. Uh-huh. Like he goes up and he, they're in like the bunk room. 
and he just like punches Dante in the face. <laughs> so what the fuck? Well, I mean, I I do yeah. kind of get it because and it's Dante probably like, it. what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, Dante also got, and he's like, yeah, I deserve that, but like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then it kind of comes to light that Dante is not in the best financial situation, and he might lose his house, which he's you know come to really care a lot about it's like the main it's his, one thing yeah. he put all his, his focus baby. like after 9 11 it was just yeah. a big part of his recovery i feel like it. probably yeah and so like he's he like renovating it yeah and, everything. and so he tells griff like i'm losing the house and griff is like we can find a way to fix this don't worry mm-hmm. like i got you i will help you out yeah but dante's like oh you'll have to help me out <laughs> i've got the best idea ever <laughs> turns out that Russian guy from chapter one you know the one that looks like Paul Giamatti doing character work that guy um, he is a porn director or owner of a porn site yeah some production company he's a man of many hats yeah Yeah. and he's like he asked me to be in a porn for hothead.com so Oh, that's the title. Uh-huh. Kind and Griff of. is just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? It's like, this is so dumb for so many reasons. But let me just give you the first couple. One, what if your family sees? Two, this is forever. The internet is forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and people, what if people from work see this? Uh-huh. Like, they will make fun of you. They will rip you a new asshole for this. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite lines though is just like I don't now and I can't remember if he said porno or porn, but he was like porn is forever. Yeah, like so it just makes forever. me think like diamonds are forever, but it's porn. And and Dante's like, My mom wouldn't see that and be like, You don't know what your mom yeah. looks at. <laughs> Although I really hope she wouldn't like because all her kids are like firefighters, I hope yeah. she's not looking at firefighter porn. No, you'd hope not like really hard but yeah and he was like i think it's just for dudes i'd just be like jacking it on screen i do it all the time anyway and griff's like which i mean is a good point (laughs) it was like i do it all the time for free anyway i might as well make like six hundred dollars a pop yeah but and then but griff has a point he's like yeah you will be found out they will see you and you will be made fun of i don't care how much you're making a pop Right, it's like let's find let's find something else. Yeah, and so well, like we could do something else. It appears that he's talked to Dante out of doing uh-huh. this for now. For that- now, but that leads us to predictions. Mm-hmm. So clearly, the name of the book is Hotheads. So they're clearly going to do the porn yeah. together. I feel like it. Right, and then so I guess my I guess kind of maybe putting the cart before the horse, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. I do think they're. Are going to be feelings developed? I think feelings, feelings are developed. I think yeah. they have been. It's just like it's kind of giving them a space yeah. to express them in a way mm-hmm. where they maybe were too afraid to before. Yeah. But you have this like need on Dante's part, like, oh, like desperation. It's like, I have this situation that I need to take care of. And it's not gay if you have sex with your best friend for money. <laughs> Now, just imagine that in a Polly D voice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> because it's not Murray. Yeah. So, I mean, I, what it's it, helping what? your friend keep a house. Yeah, <laughs> so it's fine. It's doing a bro a solid. It's not gay if you're doing a bro a solid. 
I'm going to hold you to that if I ever have to, you know, all right. get caught up on my mortgage. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's kind of a short episode. Hothead, it, I don't know if I like the writing style so much. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little corny, I think, yeah. in, like, an E.L. James kind of way. Like, just yeah. certain words that are used where I'm like, yeah, nobody talks like that. No, but, but I like I the characters. Know. I like I, I'm looking forward to seeing their relationship develop and some steamy dude on dude. Uh huh. Because as as so far as happened, I feel like any smut that's where that was in chapters one, three and four has been totally destroyed by chapter two. Yeah. Like this book is at negative smut factor uh. right now. <laughs> and I don't know if they can turn it around. I guess we'll see. Uh huh. On the next episode. Uh. Follow us on our social medias. Uh, we have some, I swear. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, and hey, Marie. Wait, no, no, no. We got to tell them what chapters oh, yeah, to read yeah. next. We always do this. We got to tell them which yeah, chapters. Yeah, chapters. We're reading chapters five through eight. So read chapter five and read chapter eight and all the ones in between. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, stop when you see a nine, a chapter nine. That's when you stop in case you're confused. It can be confusing sometimes. <laughs> To us. Chapters 5, 6, 7, and 8. Uh-huh. So, uh, now, Marie, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> as soon as I finish this beer. <laughs> no. I'm supporting local businesses! <laughs>